Hey there, have you ever wondered where the line is, this mysterious line between excellence and perfectionism? If you're like most artists, you definitely struggle with that. I know I have over the years, but I'm going to talk about how to recognize that and move through it so that you can really operate in a place of peace uh, in your creative process. Going to be doing it right now here on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. Well, hey there. Happy Friday and welcome to 5-Minute Mentoring. I'm really, really glad that you're here with me. Going to be talking about a subject that is near and dear, unfortunately, (laughs) to many of our hearts, which is this whole idea of perfectionism versus excellence. And how do you recognize that? How do you know if that thing's sneaking up on you and uh, and frustrating your creative journey? Because believe me, if you do not recognize it and uh, learn how to, to quash that in your life, it will absolutely frustrate the heck out of you. And so hopefully I'm going to be able to give you some uh, real clear practical pointers on that today. Before I do, just like normal, I love to give a shout out to my awesome podcast listeners. And uh, today is a review uh, that I got on iTunes from uh, a listener named Vaughn. And they said, Matt, I love the heart Matt has for artists. He shares so much wisdom and experience along with his sincere belief and desire to see other artists thrive. He is such a blessing to so many I thoroughly enjoy being able to listen to the podcast during my commutes. Thank you, Matt. Well, Vaughn, hey, thank you so much. And thank all of you for uh, the ones of you that go to iTunes and uh, the ones of you that haven't. I'll forgive you, but I want you to go there. <laughs> Put down the phone and go to iTunes. No, really, it. I'd love for you to because I, it lets me know, lets our team know that these podcasts are really a huge blessing in your life. See, I love that. Like when Vaughn, she's, you know, riding down the road, listening to podcasts. I'm like, that is such a huge, huge blessing uh, to us to let us know that the things that we're doing are making a difference. So Vaughn, thank you. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, uh, definitely go to iTunes, leave a review, hopefully five star, (laughs) and also leave a little review there. Just a note that lets me know that you're listening and, and what the podcast means to you. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into this thing about excellence versus uh, perfectionism, because uh, it is one of the big, big, nasty things that a lot of us struggle with. I actually got a a question today uh, from one of my listeners, Chaz, in England. And uh, don't you just love how English people sound? I love it. So today we're going to listen to Chaz on the podcast. Here he is. Hi, Matt. This is Chaz Friend from uh, the Midlands in England. The question I'd like to ask is, uh, especially for those who are susceptible to it, how do you know when the strive for excellence crosses over into perfectionism? Well, Chaz, thank you so much for your question. And listen, you got to bear with me with the whole accent thing. My stepfather actually was from Bristol, England. And uh, when he met my mom, uh, they actually met in Swansea, Wales. But when he met my mom, just like me, my mom loves accents from all over the world. And she, <laughs> God bless her. Before she died, she would always try to talk to him 
you know, like she'd make little funny quips, you know, in a quasi English accent. And he would, he would look at her and say, Oh, darling, <laughs> you sound like you're from Australia. Would you just stop? So, <laughs> so thank you for uh, indulging me a little bit with that jazz. It, it reminds me of my mom and, and the fun we used to have when she was around and uh, before she passed away last year, I, I love hearing, doing those little accents like that and having fun with it. So, Hey, let's, let's get back on track. All right. Um, the whole thing about excellence versus perfectionism. You know, this is a, uh, what I would definitely say is a gray line, you know, because it is one of those things that there's no set in stone answer. Like this is excellence. This is perfectionism because I think it's different for every person. So the way that I want to frame my answer to you today is really kind of based on some signposts that if you are starting to move into perfectionism, you're going to see these things and you're going to be able to say, hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. I need to back up. I need to pull back a little bit and go in a different direction. All right. So one of the first things I think is you start to feel a lack of peace, joy, and inspiration in your work. When you get really driven by perfectionism, all of a sudden you can't do enough. You're really trying to grind it out, make it happen, make more work, get it done, do it better, never satisfied, that sort of thing. And it just becomes this driving uh, sort of churning force inside of you. And listen, I learned a long time ago, if you're not being led by peace, if you're not able to be at peace in the studio, feeling that connection with your materials, with your subject matter, with the Holy Spirit, then listen, man, go take a break. <laughs> go take a walk in the wood. Do something that will fill and refill the inspiration. The I call it your creative well. Go do something that will refill that creative well so that you can connect with the point of inspiration rather than the point of performance. All right. Number two, I would say, you know, perfectionism in general is something that does not motivate, but it's something that paralyzes. Usually perfectionism either really turns you into this super high producing performance oriented person where you can never do enough right. All right. So you're always striving for more or for many people, it actually paralyzes them because they think that they'll never be able to do anything good enough and they just don't do anything. And so it shuts them down. So if you're feeling that, all right, if you're struggling with that kind of thing, you can realize, hey, this I'm starting to get into some perfectionism. I need to begin to come out of agreement with that and go in a different way. What do you do? Well, I think just taking time to play in your creative process. Again, taking time to go fill your creative well taking time with the Lord, all right? Doing something creative that's not in your area of expertise, but something that you're just doing for fun. Maybe like, for example, for me, if I'm feeling really frustrated in my visual art, maybe I go take some time and sing and worship, play the piano. Maybe if I'm feeling frustrated in my baskets, I take some time to paint, all right? I just kind of shake it off and get, again, get out of that performance mentality, that mentality of uh, that frame of mind, rather, and get into one that will release freedom and flow. All right. The other thing, um, another thing I think that 
is a real kind of telltale sign of people that are struggling with perfectionism is that you end up focusing more on what other people will think about what you've produced rather than your own joy and pleasure that you receive in the process. See, most of us became artists not because of what other people would think of us, but because we just loved to create. And somewhere along the way, those motivations, many times because of identity issues that we're struggling with, um, where we receive our um, you know, our inner motivation from, where we receive our affirmation from in our life, a lot of that uh, motivation with our art gets really screwed up. And so we start taking our affirmation and motivation and identity from what we do as opposed to who we are. We're not able to really enjoy the pleasure of the process. We feel driven to produce something that is worthy of accolade. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to receive accolades. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be celebrated uh, in what you do creatively. That's a natural part. Uh, That's a beautiful part of what God has given us as a, a part of the gift of being an artist. It just can't be the main motivating factor of what you do. So again, if you're feeling like, oh, wow, I'm really, I'm really like preoccupied with how I'm going to be received or what other people are going to think. You got to take time and pull back from that. And, you know, part of that, especially in those kind of situations, is just repenting. And again, don't see repentance as a big, shameful, you know, ugly, heavy thing. Think of it as a gift. See, when the Holy Spirit reminds you of things, he's trying to to say, hey, Chaz, Matt, all right, Susie Lou, whoever you are. He's trying to say, listen, I've got something better for you. And if you'll just come out of agreement with that old stuff and begin to set your thoughts and your mind and your action and your motivations, your identity in me and what I have for you, then you can receive the fruit of the Spirit in your life and, of course, in and through uh, your creative expression. And there can be an ease, see, to what you do, a real peaceful way of living and creating. It's kind of like what what the Bible says in the message version of Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, where, you know, it's that verse, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. I love it that at the end of that section of scripture in the message, it says that, that I, you know, come to me, essentially, I want to teach you how to live in the unforced rhythms of my grace. Listen, that's the beauty of living in the kingdom is that we don't have to be motivated by what other people think about us. We don't have to be motivated and driven by a performance orientation. We get to be motivated, all right, and led by the Spirit of God and by the identity uh, that He's put inside of us as sons and daughters in His kingdom. That, my friend, is where real peace and real excellence in your artwork comes out of. Because it's like, you know, I talk a lot about being filled and skilled in Exodus 31. I've written about this in almost all of my books. Uh, But, you know, in in Exodus 31, it says that that Bezalel was both filled with the Spirit of God and skilled in every manner of workmanship. It's not one or the other. It's both. And as you learn to flow in the Spirit, I believe that your heart for excellence grows. You want to develop yourself artistically. You want to grow in technique and skill. Why? Not just to prove that you're awesome <laughs> or to you know perform for accolades. No, you want to do that in order to enlarge your capacity for the Holy Spirit to move through you. All right. So that the work that you do 
becomes for his glory. Of course, we get to, to benefit from that, being the artist that he's using. We get to experience the abundant life uh, as, as a, a child of God, but it's always about him. So if you're feeling, you know, that whole thing of, of being pressured and driven and, and all that sort of thing, just realize immediately, hey, stop the train, <laughs> stop the bus. I'm getting off. All right. I need to go back to living that life of peace, being filled with the spirit, filled with inspiration, led by his voice, producing out of a place of beautiful response to the movement of the spirit uh, inside of me. That's when real excellence uh, is going to be birthed in your life. Chaz, I hope that's an encouragement to you. I hope it's encouragement for, for everybody. Thanks a lot for your question. And, and listen, if if you're a regular listener and you say, hey, I've never asked Matt a question, maybe I should do it. You got a question that I've not answered on the podcast. I'd love for you to submit one. All you got to do is just go to matttommymentoring.com forward slash podcast. You'll see a little link right there that says record a message. And all you got to do on your phone, iPad, laptop, just click that. It'll uh, actually allow you to leave a voicemail. It'll come right into my personal email and I listen to all every one of them that comes through and the ones that we think are are really great questions, succinctly asked, I might ask. <laughs> then uh then you may be one of the next people that I feature here on the podcast and I'd love nothing better than to be able to answer your question uh, right here. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for being with me and remember, until next time, you were created to thrive. I love you a lot. I'll see you next time. Bye.